Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. Habs Unfiltered is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Big news! Manscaped just launched in Canada. For those listeners in Canada, you can be one of the first Canadians to experience their life-changing products. Myself, Treg, and Matt have all had trimming accidents. It happens. Every man has There's nothing to be ashamed of. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and have their new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for closer and more precise trimming. 
They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code UNFILTERED20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Do you have a problem getting big city slams? Are you not getting the gains at the gym? Well, don't mortgage your future on rental supplements. Get Bergy Arms. Bergy Arms will get you the gains you need. Bergy Arms gets rid of all the bad attitude and builds better character so you can get the gains you need. Get Bergy Arms. Bergy Arms. Bergy Arms. 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 Today. Not a real project, mate. They make you trade your favorite player for a mountain man. Do not use if you're healthy, if you want to loyalty, buy a dog. Are you in the market for quality sticks and equipment you can afford? There is a no frills, no nonsense company that wants to provide that to you. No Name Hockey. No Name Hockey is a small Canadian company started by former pro player Jason Goulet. When he retired, he searched for sticks that felt like when he was a pro but could never find the right one or one that was reasonably priced. So he decided to start No Name Hockey. Now No Name offers high quality, customized sticks at a fair price. They won't try to wow you with a fancy name. They will focus on providing you a pro stock quality stick that you can afford. The cost of sticks has gone through the roof due to sponsorships and licensing fees. No Name Hockey makes sticks for the no-names and players currently making a name. And we're back after those important commercial breaks. How did you like those? Yeah? Everyone? Go out by Manscaped. Use Hads Unfiltered 20. All right? Cool. All right, so Romanoff, he's going to join the Canadian Habs. Uh, so on last Monday, Canadians realized the terms, finalized the terms of Alexander Romanov's three-year entry-level deal. Uh, which begins in the 2019-20 season, this season, and it'll run through 21-22, and then it becomes an RFA. Uh, this means that Montreal's top defensive prospect will burn the first year of his deal to participate in Phase 3 and 4. It's actually probably going to be Phase 4, because it looks like with COVID and a bunch of issues with his visa, he's probably not going to get here till uh, the start of Phase 4. Um yeah, because he has to show those visa issues. Uh, he can practice and be with the team when he comes here in the bubble, uh, but he's not permitted to play any games. And this is actually positive news for Romanov uh, because it'll give him time to play with the team, get accustomed to the players, get accustomed to the HAB system, and play on the smaller ice service. Uh, Arpin Basu of The Athletic uh, reported that Romanov and his agent are hoping to secure his visa earlier last week, uh, this week, late last week, uh, when the decision will be made if he flies straight to Toronto to serve his quarantine or if he joins the team in Montreal for the collusion trading camp. Looks like he's going to go straight to Toronto. And, uh, he, of course, he'll have to have 14 days. He's got to wait. So this visa thing kind of messed things up, and it's not going to be as much time as we were hoping he'd get. But at least he's going to get some time, and hopefully, uh, you know, things go well for him. The decision uh, to have Romanov join the team for the remainder of the season is the right one for both parties. It will allow him to learn 
from his new teammates and get accustomed to the realities of the NHL. Plus, Ronov will now uh, be available to Canadians the entire 2021 campaign. Uh, Bergevin uh, worked diligently to convince Romanov to come over, come over from Russia, and his efforts are paying off. Hopefully, they can somehow get him into some meaningful games at the start of the season. I don't see it, but uh, hopefully they can. But you never know. So, other Habs news and notes. Uh, yes, Barry Kotkaniemi. Remember that guy that everyone thinks is a big bust because he had a rough sophomore season, even though he dealt with you know size issues and injuries and stuff like that. But yeah, let's ignore all that. Uh, he's making most of the unexpected opportunities to salvage a tough sophomore season, which included a significant spleen injury. Yeah, when he was in the NHL, point per game guy, twelve points, eleven games. Just throw that out there. Uh, the 20-year-old impressed during the first week of training camp and is making a solid case to be included in the lineup for Game 1 versus Pittsburgh on August 1st. When Kutnyany was sent down to the Laval Rocket in the AHL earlier this season, the Habs brass noted that he needed to improve his skating during the COVID-19 pause. So the former uh, third overall pick hit the gym to work on his legs and core with Finnish uh, speed skating coaches, an initiative that is already paying dividends. So he's really been the biggest bright spot in training camp so far. His upper body looks better. His lower body looks better. Uh, he's getting a lot of skating in. His skating is looking a lot better. And if he can gain momentum on what he did in Laval before he got hurt, uh, man, the sky's the limit for this guy. So a quote from Claude Julian, uh, when you don't have the pace, you're trying to make plays, uh, and plays get out, uh, are getting cut off. He was getting frustrated. Things weren't going as well as he was used to seeing. I think his confidence was obviously being affected by that. But when you look at him now and you see how well he's skating, a lot of things are falling into place, which at the time weren't. So that's probably the biggest thing there. So that's a quote from Julian. So Julian's impressed, and if Julian's impressed, we got to be impressed. So that's just the way it is. Uh, if he continues to take strides in his development over the next few weeks, it will be such a big win for both Canadians and Cotton Enemy himself, and it's the best news to come out of training camp so far, and it may shut up all these people who are saying that Cotton Enemy's a bust and, you know, Bergevin can't draft and all this kind of stuff because I don't think Cotton Enemy is anywhere near bust. Uh, I think he's going to be a solid uh, 1B, uh, top 2 center in the league, uh, well, on the team, but also, you know, deserve to be there, and I think people just need to take patience. The kid just turned 20 literally just turned 20 so and he's going to be entering his third year in the nhl think about that for a second uh so max domi's back with the team uh domi decided they and the habs decided they'll take seven to ten days before deciding uh, if he'll participate in three three and four he has type 1 diabetes plus celiac disease now with type 1 diabetes is he doesn't contract it any easier than anyone else. It's just if he gets COVID-19, it's harder for him to recover, and it's harder on his body. Uh, Bergevin explained that it's been an ongoing conversation for the last two weeks in conjunction with Max, and it's for his safety. We're all, we're all aware of his health situation. Max wants to be here, but we want to be proactive and safe for him in the short term and long term. So obviously the medical doctors, Max Domi, management, all agree that it's okay for him to be there. The bubble's working, and uh, he should be safe there, but precautions are probably still going to be taken. Uh, without a doubt, uh, Domi's health must come first, uh, and that's why he was taking his time. He needs to do what's best for him and what makes him comfortable with the situation. Um, anyway, uh, the only question is now that he is back is where is he going to play? So you have uh, Dano, 
and Suzuki already slated in for the top two lines. It looks like Kaki and Emmy is going to take the third line center. So Domi's, I think, going to play the wing. The question is, is he going to play on the third or fourth, or third or second line? Uh, if he plays on the second line with Drew and a Suzuki, that's a great line. You're going to have lots of talent, lots of scoring, possibly, uh, but little defense. So it's going to be, especially going up against Malkin's line. So it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what Julian does for it. Because I don't see Kakinemi playing on the fourth line. But you never know. Domi could get the third line center and Kakinemi playing the fourth line. I don't agree with that. But I am not the coach. So I don't make these decisions. Just throwing that out there for anyone who doesn't know. So moving on to the next phase, the Canadians are dealing with positive COVID-19 tests. So once again, Apron Basu of the Athletic uh, reported several Canadians tested positive for COVID-19, according to league sources. Uh, however, two of the affected uh, were false positives, and uh, both Canadian and NHL declined to comment because that's the policy. You're not allowed to mention the names or say whether someone has COVID-19 or not. You can be mad at Bergevin all you want for that, but that is a league policy, not a team policy. So... Yeah, take it from there. However, I will say this. If you see something on there that says not un unable to practice or not able to play, it's probably they tested positive for COVID. Uh, Brett Kuliak and Xavier Olette have yet to practice with the team during training camp, leading to speculation they may have tested positive. At least one of them was one of those positive tests. Not sure about the other, because so, they've only really said they've had one and two false positives, but who knows. Over the past few days, Julian has had to separate his players into two separate groups for precautionary reasons. And despite the report, Philip Deneau, who was a big talker about not really wanting earlier, months ago, not knowing if he, they should restart the season, uh, he's not concerned for his safety. He thinks the bubble the Habs have created is working. And a quote from him, uh, what I see from the team, they're taking really good care of us. They're making sure in the bubble we're not getting infected. They're taking all the best they're making all the best decisions for us that's a quote from philip Deneau. i do it in a french accent but i think that would be that might piss people off so i'm not going to do that I'll, I'll i'll leave the french accents and the french stuff to blame because well he's french um it's crucial to detect these positive cases at this stage if indeed they are existent and implement the necessary measures to prevent further spread before <laughs> Uh, heading to Toronto for Phase 4. Uh, here's some actual big news that's not really Habs news, but could be Habs-related, and that's the fact that Tory Krug is preparing for free agency. Uh, so Tory Krug's acknowledged the, to the media this week that he'll probably have to prepare for free agency at the end of 2019-20 season, and really that should be music to Bergevin's ears. Uh, the 29-year-old defenseman would surely be... Uh, at the top of the GM shopping list, he does test the market, and the Canadians are one of the few teams who can currently afford him with the new flat cap. So Montreal is actually in very good position to get a top free agent or at least make a trade for a top player with another team to uh, play with their cap space and maybe even uh, screw with the team by going for a uh, RFA offer sheet again. Woohoo! Uh, hopefully he gets it this time. Uh, he Krug had 49 points in 61 uh, regular season games with the Bruins. He perfectly fits the description of the left-handed defender that Bergman is looking for. He would have to overpay to convince Krug to come to Montreal, of course. And even if that's not likely, but he definitely should try. Uh, 
I have no issue with crew coming over. I wrote a story for the hockey writers just about the defense and about the free agents. Much y'all should go after Krug is the big one. I think they should go after. We all know how successful Montreal has been, especially Bergeron, with getting uh, free agents. Uh, it's not really good top agent. But in the last three years, the top free agents we wanted him to go get, it's been good he hasn't gotten them. So like Duchesne and and uh, Gardner and Luchik and all those other guys that aren't really playing up to expectations. Um, however, the issue that's going to happen if Tory Krug comes in is you have uh, Brett Kulak and RFA Victor Mete uh, and Alexander Romanov and Ben Sherratt. So you already have a uh, bunch of left wingers or left wingers, left-handed defensemen. Uh, if Krug comes in, well, he's going to slot in one or two, probably one on the other side of uh, uh, Weber. You're going to have Sherratt playing with uh, Petrie. So that leaves Romanov, Mete, and Kulak uh, for the third one. Kulak signed through next season. Uh, Mete's an RFA. He's also a fan favorite, and I can't see the Habs just letting Mete go. Uh, so expect maybe a trade. Uh, maybe Kulak or Mete get traded out or uh, something, because uh, Bergevin's been adamant that Romanov is NHL ready. He'll at least start with the team next season. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, and you're not going to put Romanov on the team just to sit in the press box. So Kulak or Mete, you could see as the uh, guys that may not be may have to find a new place home or be sitting in the press box for quite some time. Uh, it'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. So on the community note, Canadians to distri distribute active kits for underprivileged children. Uh, the Canadian Habs are working with the Canadians Children's Foundation to continue to do the prop during the pandemic. Uh, the foundation is distributing 4,000 active kits to children from disadvantaged neighborhoods in Montreal to help encourage them to get actively safe active safely uh, following months of confinement. Uh, each child will receive a backpack containing a jump rope, a hacky sack, as well as reusable water bottle and washable cloth face mask. Uh, the purchase of these kits uh, was made possible thanks to the very first edition of the Circuit Blue Blanc Bouge. Bouge? Blue Blanc Bouge. Yeah. Uh, virtual uh, race set up June in uh, June to raise funds to help kids in need. Uh, the after an eventful opening week of training camp. So that's the, sorry, before I get into the next one, but that's the that's the community news there. And uh, just so everyone knows, the Montreal Canadiens are very active with the Children's Hospital, very active in the community. And I think that uh, bodes well for really the only major sports team in uh, Montreal. So uh, having said that, that's good for the Canadians. It's good that they're they're helping out the kids, especially in the times like we have. So that's it. That's the uh, basically the Habs news, notes, and rumors going on. Uh, after an eventful opening weekend of training camp, week two promises to be equally newsworthy. We're in week two now. Uh, the Canadians with uh, Domi on the team and uh, Romanov on the verge of coming back. I don't think he's going to be back till phase four, but that's perfectly okay because he still has to quarantine for 14 days when he gets here. And also game action coming in. So Canadians will face the Toronto Maple Leafs in an exhibition contest on July 28th to kick off Phase 4. And then on August 1st is when the uh, play-in series starts against Pittsburgh. Uh, so it should be quite interesting. So the most Habs games they can play is 6, and the least they'll play is 4. So at least we're going to get either 4 to 6 games. Well, I mean, the most they can play is right to the cup, but for this first round anyway. Uh, so anyway... 
thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for uh, giving, taking the time out for us to come and uh, talk to you in your in your in your in your homes, in your cars, or wherever you listen to us. Uh, we want to thank you for tuning in to listen to Craig Button. It was our most successful show to date, and uh, thanks to Craig for coming uh, on the show. Uh, the man can talk hockey for hours. We could listen to him for hours. Quite a knowledgeable man. Uh, so if you're, if you're new to Habs Unfiltered, uh, we bring you a weekly sit rep like we're doing right now. We bring you a, 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 a longer show on the weekend. comes out Saturday afternoon with the three hosts, Matt Smith, Blaine Potvin, and I. And uh, Blaine Potvin and I also write for the Hockey Writers, which is a website that uh, covers all of hockey, NCAA, uh, Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, CHL, NHL. You, if it's hockey, you name it, they co- we cover it. Uh, Blaine and I are contributing uh, writers for the Montreal Canadiens along with Melissa Boyd. So pop over there, uh, you know, read the articles on any NHL team you want, on news, opinions, notes, everything. It's all there. Uh, so I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank everyone for uh, reading my articles when I put them out and putting up with my crap on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And I'll see you guys on Saturday. All right. I'm out. Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.